Welcome back to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Cataclysm Crew, Issue 9, The Head That Wears the Crown. On a simple metal table, a saber file is open, showing pictures of Queen Bee and varied information about her. The team stands above it, looking down at the file, only their shadows visible on it. In the bottom right corner, we see a silver embossed logo in bold letters, Blockade. We turn the page and our story begins. We start in school. It is a early Monday morning, roughly 8.15. Like you've been there for a little bit, but school is still kind of starting. What class do you three have together? Algebra, seven. What would that be, trigonometry? I yeah, worked. let's go with trig. We needed to have something something mathy for first thing in the morning. Algebra seven, the electrical blue. <laughs> I'd like it pointed out that I am neither bright-eyed nor bushy-tailed. <laughs> Uh, so you'd be the one person I'd expect to be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. What a good morning it is. Um, nothing like starting the day off with some trig, right? Hey, I like So that. we are in trigonometry class. Sorry, I was going to say, I like trigonometry. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, Alan's also a nerd. So, <laughs> so uh, we start the day with trigonometry. We are in math class. Your teacher has something projected on the board, uh, a math problem or something. And you all are working diligently. Maybe someone is dozing off. Maybe someone is writing notes. Maybe someone is doing something else. I don't know what you all are doing because we cut in with the... Actually, describe what you look like during trigonometry. Describe how you are sitting in this early morning classroom. Let's start with uh, Amber. Um, I feel like she's just kind of like slouched down in her chair, like staring at the board because like yeah, she's she's tired and whatnot, but like she's she's good at math. Like she knows all this. She doesn't really need to pay attention. Max, I think Max definitely has a window seat and is staring just straight out the window, probably in just like jeans and like a dark mark T-shirt. Is Squire out the window? Yep, like playing <laughs> in the schoolyard, like you know, in the trees and such. Alan, what do you look like? Um, I'm sitting there very attentive to the teacher listening and, and writing my, in my notes. I uh, want to point out that while normally if you see me in costume without my mask on, my face is scarred with ele- you know electrical. Looks like electricity had you know, basically baked my face, uh, scars and stuff like that. But y- what, what the comic readers or comic people will see is that I don't have any right now. Um, and you can see an item on uh, attached to my my hip that's just slightly glowing. That's actually projecting a um, an it, basically it's it's a glamour as as they would call it in the magic world uh, to to make me look normal when I'm not in hero form. Oh, nice! And I love yes, that. It is immune to my own my electrical powers. Oh. So I'm not going to bake it. <laughs> so you all are uh, doing your respective thing paying attention or not paying attention when every phone in the room starts buzzing or ringing or reacting somehow. Uh, What do you do? Amber absolutely looks at her phone. (laughs) Alan is going to look around the room, but not look at his phone because he is a respectable young man and decided to turn his phone off like you're supposed to before you enter the room. (laughs) I have to assume that Max's phone is always on the teacher's desk at this point. (laughs) That seems fair. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. Like, you walk in, and the teacher's like, puts his hand out for you to put it in his hand. Great, so Amber's the only one who sees this, but it's a live stream 
of uh, breaking news of all of these ships around the sea with a note saying, like with with messages going around, Asteron's blocking every exit, city in turmoil, question mark. And like it's, uh, notifications are popping up left and right of people being like, wait, but my mom's out of town. How's she going to get back in? Uh, comments on the video all over. Your teacher also checks his phone. Actually, I think your teacher checks Max's phone because it's open on the uh, desk. Max, do you have a password on it? Probably not, says Squire. can get in. <laughs> How close Perfect. are we sitting like together? Like, Are we sitting like close in proximity as a group, I would say? Maybe? Or are we That's sitting... up to you. I feel like Amber and Alan are next to each other. And then Max is kind of on the other side of the room because we need to keep them separate. That makes sense. That's fair. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if Max's desk was by itself. <laughs> uh, fantastic. So the teacher's face pales and he quickly goes over to the projector and starts messing around on the computer and switches it. So now everyone is seeing this live stream uh, coming in through like the internet here. And all of you are seeing this blockade of the Asterons and their messages like, Again, it's a live stream video, so comments are popping up on top of it. Those superheroes never should have intervened. We should have just let the government take care of this. I think the mayor can handle this. I And, like, lots of comments of that sort, very much blaming superheroes. There are a handful here and there that are, like, pro-superhero, but not many. What do you all want to do? I think Amber's going to, like, immediately like, glance over at Alan with just kind of this, like, yikes look on her face. Uh, yeah, Alan's gonna, Alan's gonna catch that look and be like, uh, and I'm gonna actually lean over and whisper to Amber, it's like, do we need to make a getaway out of here? I look at a panel of, like, Max at the window, um, it makes a hand signal to Squire, and then we get a couple panels, like, Squire running up in the tree and coming down with Max's, like, backpack that he keeps his suit in. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, but also in the background of those panels, as we see Squire scrambling through the trees, we do see like three or four large Asteron ships. Not quite the same size as the giant one you took down, or well, you attacked the other day uh, that Supai took down, but definitely large. They're, these are these are not toys. Okay. Yikes. Amber's going to whisper back like, mm, I, I'm, I'm going to go uh, get a hall pass. <laughs> I got a better idea. Take my hand. She takes it. At that moment in time, my my eyes glow, and I want to shoot an. Uh, I want to put like give you a electrical energy because I'm gonna. I'm gonna, and then I whisper, "Take the power out." <laughs> got it. Can I see that this is going on? <laughs> like I'm probably staring dead at you. Though. Probably. <laughs> Nobody else is this, staring like, at the projector. Of, of yeah, I want to like um. I want to uh, point out the window and then loudly and suddenly yell, Oh my god, everyone, look, it's a distraction! <laughs> Perfect timing. I think at the very least, everyone's going to stare at me. <laughs> yeah, a That's bit. exactly what happens. Everyone turns and looks at you and is like, there's a lot of murmurs of like, God, he's so weird. <laughs> and like, murmurs of like, always trying to take all the attention. Um, no, in fairness, I am pointing at a couple ships out <laughs> there are a few people reacting to the ships, um, but that does give uh, Amber and Alan time to do that exchange of power. Amber, are you trying to um, turn the power off in the building? Yes. 
All right, um, go ahead and roll to unleash your powers. Solid. That's a nine. So on a nine, mark your condition, or I'll tell you how it's unstable or temporary. Mm. We're in school. How bad could unstable really be? That's what I was about to say. Um, I'm going to mark guilty. Perfect. You have the moment to channel that energy. And what does that look like when you turn the power off? So I think Amber is sitting next to a wall. And I think like we'll see her just like slump further in her chair. And there's like an outlet right below her. And so she's just going to kind of reach in there and just send this surge of power into the outlet. Phenomenal. And every light in the school goes off. And the screaming starts immediately. It's daytime, so your classroom's pretty dark, but there are a lot of classrooms that don't have windows because the American public school system is trash. Yay! Um, (laughs) So, like, there's screaming. There's a lot of, like, you hear teachers yelling for kids to calm down. You hear a lot of, like, know-it-all students being like, it's just a power outage. It's not a big deal. Stop yelling. But that probably does give you enough time to... I'm actually not sure that it gives you enough time to get away. I thought about it, and I'm like, you're next to a large window. It's... I have a plan. Great. Uh, Alan, what is your plan? I'm going to look at Amber and say, brace yourself. This might hurt. And I want to (laughs) to wrap my arms around Amber. And I'm going to try to direct a bolt of of basically lightning through the window and use it (laughs) as a distraction as if the aliens are pulling us specifically out of the room and just literally fly out of the room using that as the distraction and just hope Max catches on as it happens. (laughs) Great. Going to grab her bag as this happens since that has her suit in it. Totally Before understood. Before this happens, can I get a couple panels of um, Squire having made her way into the school and like maybe her peeking in the window at the door? Absolutely. So Squire gets in and like we see a panel of Squire like trying to press buttons on the door to uh, get it open. And right as like she's pressing a couple buttons, the power goes out and she looks down at her hands like, did I just do that? <laughs> And then uh, we see her scampering through the hallways, dragging this backpack that's a little bit too big for her to be dragging, um, but she's doing it anyway because she's a champ. Yeah, we we see her peeking in through the window just as Alan embraces Amber and rolls to unleash his powers. Oh boy, let's see how badly this goes. Oh, that went well. So <laughs> that's a five. Um, potential. <laughs> I'm trying to decide how I can help. Yeah, is there anything Amber can do since like? She's right there. I mean, you could get, spend a team to help him. Absolutely. Though I do believe that um, Rascal King has the... Uh, if you do something to help a team that's like a criminal act, you can do plus two, I believe. Okay, so can we see like this beam hit the window and then I just throw a chair through the window? <laughs> just shatter the window, get that obstacle out of the way. I'm cool if it's uh, it's in full view that I'm doing this. I'll deal with the consequences later. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So that's going to be enough. Uh, do you want to have it be unstable or temporary? Unstable as hell. If <laughs> or yeah, make, if, make it make or it you can mark a condition if you'd like. Nope let's let's make this unstable and temporary. Throw me, Amber. Hold on. <laughs> Great. Um, so yeah, that's actually pretty effective. You're uh, blasting through the window. Uh, you go blasting out. Do you grab Max on your way out? 
I was going to say that um, it, I was going to say if I fucked it up and didn't roll a, didn't roll a, a 10 or above, I was going to basically barrel into Max and take him with us. <laughs> and just leave uh, it up to him to figure out how to get out with us at that point. If they're zipping out the window, I'll grab on. But can I have Squire attempt to grab my phone and catch up to me? I'm totally okay if it's a roll. Yeah, I'm trying to decide what that role would be. Would that be an Unleash Your Powers, you think? Or That's you what think? I would lean towards, yeah. Yeah, so Squires has about a second to make it from the doorway, which is just cracked open, to... Oh, let me check my conditions. Someone. Oh, yeah, uh, check your conditions, because that will affect your roles. I'm afraid and insecure. Not that bad this time. So that was with the plus one from... Uh... Squire helping. Great. Um, go ahead and mark potential on that. You absolutely, Squire absolutely makes it. She gets your phone and she makes it. She grabs onto Amber's leg just as uh, Alan and Amber burst away and they take you with them. Unfortunately, what Squire didn't do was hold on to the bag well enough. So your bag with all of your superhero stuff tumbles out and spills into the classroom. <laughs> Super fun. Okay. And we get a couple panels of people looking at the like pile of raccoon themed paraphernalia <laughs> and such. And there's a lot of like little voice bubbles um, in the background of the panel of you getting pulled away. Wait, there's no way that Max is Rascal King and similar things like that. And yeah, uh, where are you? I feel like at least like two of them were just like, wait, that dweeb? <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, Matt. Do you remember Matt from the party a couple weeks yes. ago? Uh, yeah, Matt's in the class too, and he's like, "That dweeb, no way!" And you all go launching out into the general populace. Uh, Alan, where are you headed? Or are you just trying to get out? Uh, um, just out. That I, I didn't have any plans beyond beyond out. <laughs> uh, great. So, um, you crash into like the there's a park across the street from the school. And you crash into the park, you roll, there's some flipping and some tumbling. Yeah, you are now sitting, probably dirty, probably grass-covered, but all four of you are there. We're in the south side of Moon Harbor, you just crash-landed in a park. The park has a statue of... It's a statue of the original Lighthammer. Ah, excellent. Um, You land with... He's got the hammer, like, pointed down at the ground, and you land right where the hammer is pointed. And yeah, go ahead and... Do what you will. Oh shit! Okay, okay. Just, just so we're aware. Don't remind me. I knew I need to work on my landings. I feel like Amber's gonna try to like untangle herself because they're all like very mixed together. <laughs> Max is just like uproariously laughing. Like, okay, that was awesome. Flying <laughs> is awesome. Oh. Uh, is there a place nearby to? change into their suits there is a there's like two porta potties in the um uh park or you could go to the gas station right around the corner and change in the bathroom there yeah she'll use a porta potty if it's closer solid as as amber runs off to 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 costume into machina i'm gonna throw my hand up and have lightning flash and slam into me as i change into my costume I'm doing this like Thor, bitch. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I would like a pedo of Max running off to a fast food restaurant real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, 
we get if you wouldn't mind i'm just gonna re-enter in a moment after (laughs) i i know exactly what you're going for and yes you can do it i just need to get there uh so uh we get the like transformation panels it's like we see amber struggling in the bathroom to change in the porta potty to change uh we see alan get hit by a bolt of lightning to come up looking heroic and changed (laughs) and we see max running off towards a fast food restaurant like literally right across the street on the other side of the park and then we see amber is in her costume as machina alan is in his costume as Terranus. and then we see max max what are you wearing sorry max kind of like max uh like stumbles like into the frame um with a uh cardboard uh, crown from the fast food place and what's obviously like a cloth napkin he stole from a nearby restaurant with holes cut in it wrapped around his face <laughs> phenomenal amber is gonna uh, get out her phone and take a quick photo of that oh yeah tag me in that <laughs> well um guys now that we're uh Alan, as he says this, just takes a long pause and looks at at, <laughs> at Rascal King. He's like, costumed up. Are we going to do something about that? As he points to the uh, alien ships in the air. <laughs> yeah, what's the plan? Yeah, where do we start? I'm well, just looking expectantly at Alan. Well, the uh, smaller, the bigger <laughs> one uh, did get punctured pretty well when I hit it with a blast. These are smaller. I think I could take one down. Maybe. I'm kind of like Max, like looking up the enormously high, like long distance up to them. It's like, I, I don't know how I can help. I actually. Wait, what if we go to the, what if we fly up to one of the, what if I fly you guys up to one of the top of the buildings and I have no idea what we're doing now. I that's, mean, in char- that's in character. He's like literally has a has a moment of just pure. The fuck are we doing? <laughs> you you blasted us out the window. I thought you had a plan. I had a plan. We were going to help. I don't know how we're going to help. <laughs> hey, getting to high ground sounds good. Then at least we can see what's going on. I like that plan. That's better than my plan. My plan was to take one out of the sky. Your plan's better. <laughs> Let's go with that. Cool. Is there are there any tall buildings nearby? Yeah, so there's a, um, not super, super close to you, but like one or two blocks away, there's a high-rise apartment building, probably about 12, 13 stories. So to get to the top of that, that'd be, it's got a flat, like, garden roof. It's nice. Looks good. All right, grab on, guys. We're going flying. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, so if, if Alan's able to do this, uh, we're going to fly up there, and I'm going to try not to crash this time. I think you can just make this happen. I think you can awesome. just fly him out. You're not in like a rush to get up there. No, no. All right. So we're at the top of the roof. What do we see? I want to say that I guess there'd be a panel of uh, of Max grabbing on one side and and Amber grabbing the other side and him putting his arms around both of them and then just like electricity surrounding all three of them and just in the air. Once we hit the roof, uh, Max and Squire will probably like, run over to an edge, just like scout out the area, see what we can see. Alan is going to fly up further into the air to see if he's got a better vantage point higher than they do. I think Amber is going to go to the opposite side, side, side of Max to check out the other side. Great. Uh, as you all are hanging off in your respective directions, uh, your phones all buzz again. 
And this time it's a message from an unknown number that I don't know that any of you would. Uh, Alan, you have this number saved. Max, you might have this number saved. Amber, you probably don't. Um, Is it calling all message, three of phones? It's a text message. All right. My phone's still off. I need to remember to turn that on at some point. So yeah, uh, for the two of you, are you looking at your phones when you're doing oh, it? Yeah. Or? yeah, I'm looking at my phone. It's a text message from a Sabre operative that says, attention all heroes. Do not, comma, I repeat, do not, comma, get involved with the Asteron invasion, period. Alright, so Alan is in, or uh, Tyrannus is in the air. He doesn't see this message. Um, yeah, I'm probably gonna yell up the Tyrannus. Alright, I'm gonna fly back down and land, yeah. yeah. <laughs> land <laughs> beside you guys and be like, wait, don't get involved? What the hell? Yeah, I'm gonna hold out the phone and be like, I think there's some wiggle room here, but I can't quite find it. <laughs> okay. Um, aliens? What the? We can't let the city... Oh, right. The wiggle room is we don't work for them, and they fired you. Yeah. Do, yeah. do they count us as heroes? Like, I know they're texting us, but they often seem very reluctant to call us heroes. We tend to I'm cause more property links. damage than anything else. <laughs> Max, as you pull out your phone to text links, uh, you get a message from her that says, that especially applies to you, Rascal King. <laughs> Alan's actually going to pull his phone and cut his phone on. Uh, he, yeah, he cuts his phone on and he's going to actually try to start sending a text to, to actually to links as well and go, what the hell is going on? I feel like we get a panel of like, Amber looking over Max, Max's shoulder at this text and being like, hey, buddy, that means she thinks you're a hero. Oh, yeah. Big old grin. <laughs> Perfect. I uh, think that might have been a comfort. <laughs> that, that sounds like a comfort yeah, to me. I, I think, think for, like, to Max, that is a comfort or support. Uh, awesome. Uh, Amber, why don't you go ahead and roll a plus on Dane? <laughs> Oh baby, that's a that's a that's a good roll. That's a that's a that's a potential. If I ever see one. Ooh 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 ooh! I filled up my track. Yay! Take an advancement, Max. I'll let you decide if you think those words land true or not. I think you're in such a good place that it probably wouldn't affect you too much either way. Uh, but you don't get any like the benefits of a comfort, comfort okay. and support. Yeah, I think I just smile a bit. Alan, as you're turning on your phone, you see that you have like eleven missed calls, and it's like. Blocked number, blocked number, links, blocked number, blocked number, boost, boost, links. I think that was seven. And then a couple more. Son um, of a bitch. All right. So before I actually send the text message off, I see all these rings of things popping up notifications and I'm like, fuck. So I'm actually going to call boost directly. Ring, ring, ring. Boost picks up and it's like, hey, what's up? What the hell is going on? Well, um... Some heroes tried to get involved to get Glacier back. She's back. Don't worry. Glacier's back. She's a little beat up, but she's back. Uh, and in doing so, blew up the Aceron mothership. And um, now they're going to, and I quote, watch us starve like the vermin we are. Okay. And we're doing nothing about it? We are doing something about it. You are not. You really expect me to do nothing in this situation? I expect you and your team to let the grown-ups handle it. And Boost is trying to shift your tables. Boost I is... am totally not okay with this right now. Uh, great. Go ahead and roll to... Um... Well, what are the changes? Uh, trying to shift your mundane up and your savior down. 
Yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> uh, solid. Then go ahead and roll to reject. Fuck me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Wow. So, on a miss, their words hit you hard. Mark a condition, and the GM will adjust your labels. So, mark a condition. I'm marking angry because I am pissed. And I'm going to shift your mundane up and your freak down this time. I think that uh, you feel less like a hero, less powered, because you couldn't stand up to Boost in this moment. Boost says, however, we do need you to swing by. We have a mission for you, and I guess you can bring your little friends. I'll be there soon. You can hear the Boost, quivering anger in his voice as he and he doesn't even listen for whatever Boost is about to say. He just snaps the phone shut. He just hits the phone, the, the, the end call button, and literally just chunks the phone off the roof. <laughs> uh, so that excellent. went well. They want us down at Saber. They told us under no conditions are we to act against the threat. But they want us to show up as Saber. They say they have a mission for us. Better go better than the last one they gave us. Right. Let's go. I'm fine with that, but I am going to drive one of these before this is all over. Pointing <laughs> out <with> the ships. <laughs> if I can make that happen, Max, I'll make it happen. <laughs> Good man, Alan. <laughs> so is anyone going to do anything else before we head to Saber? I feel like we'll get like a panel of Amber like looking out off the side of the building. just like, do you want your phone? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the last uh, word bubble we get on that page. Um, <laughs> if anyone has another scene they want to hit before we go to Saber, we can hit that. But uh, otherwise, we're going to flip the page and go to Saber. I want, I, want, I want the first panel once we arrive at Saber to actually be a close-up of Squire, who's holding the broken phone. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Phenomenal. In a I feel like we can also get like one with like, or like Amber leaning down and be like, oh, I can fix this. Uh, so the first thing we see is a panel kind of reminiscent of the cover of your first issue, where uh, we see the, the scene reflected in Squire's eyes. So we see Squire holding the phone and reflected in Squire's eyes as she looks up is the now rather destroyed uh, Saber headquarters. It took a pretty serious beating during that invasion. So yeah, uh, and also because the Astrons blew a hole in the road, it is kind of exposed to anyone. And so there's like graffiti and vandalism on the walls and on the windows. Oh, fun. Uh, and then we cut to Amber saying, I think I can fix this. And then uh, we're going to jump right inside. And we see uh, the four of you with Squire, uh, or three of you with Squire, standing in what was Glacier's office, but right now looks like it's Boost's office. Uh, Boost is sitting across from you uh, at a desk. Uh, they don't look comfortable behind a desk. Like, you all know Boost is kind of lighthearted and goofy, and this is not the best setting for them. But uh, there are three chairs and, like, a little stool uh, set up across from you as you walk in. And Boost is like, can we get a panel of Amber looking like super uncomfortable? Because like this is the guy that arrested her dad. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Boost, I think Boost notices the uncomfortability, but it's one of those no one's gonna talk about it. And uh, you three walk in the room, and Boost gestures for you all to sit and says, 
I've got some things to tell you, so we might as well get comfortable. Comfortable, eh? These chairs? Comfortable? Really? Uh, and he, actually, before the panel cuts out, he wants to... Uh, actually, the next panel, before Boo starts talking, he goes, I know Saber can afford better than this. <laughs> Boost says, only the best for our favorite guests. Um, Max is just pacing the whole time. He, there's no way he's going to be able to sit still. Amber's going to sit on like the edge of the seat. <laughs> well, and he'll take a seat, but he's not happy about it. And Squire takes uh, what would have been Max's chair, Rascal King's chair, because she knows that Rascal King's going to pace. And Boost looks at you, the three of you, and four of you, and is like, uh, I don't want you to think this is more than it is. Um, we're not here to hire you. We're not here to promote you to heroes of the city or anything. You are just here for one relatively easy mission. Which is? Boost size and presses a button on their desk. And a projection screen comes down behind them, and they kind of slide out of the way. And you see the face of Queen Bee. Queen Bee was the mobster's right hand who escaped uh, with Traceless the other week. A prominent member of the MMM. Boost says, we Is she what all the, all the buzz is about? <laughs> That's fantastic. You're getting a plus one to whatever your next role is. <laughs> probably need it <laughs> probably yeah maybe boost laughs because boost is still the funny one queen bee uh is a mutant with pheromone powers and massive wings she kind of styles herself in a bee kind of suit black and yellow but her powers are these like intense pheromones basically mind control you would nope. know that but there's a little call out box to just fill in anyone who doesn't know that already and boost says her pheromones, when we were testing on um, Kevin and admittedly several other Acerons in the past, seem to be the most effective way to stop them. So we need you to locate. I do not need you to get her, but we need you to locate her. Find Queen Bee, and we'll take it from there. Okay. And how are we supposed to do this if you guys couldn't track her? Well, I mean, you wouldn't be asking us to go get her if you could just send some agents after her. Fortunately, we believe that uh, your team has a special connection to the MMM, and they look directly at Machina. She's gonna, like, keep eye contact. But, like, she looks pissed. Yeah, there's definitely, like, two or three panels of, like, eye contact to eye contact and, like, glaring to glaring. And then Boost grins and is like, so we just thought you'd be the right team for the job. Max right. walks over towards the desk, goes, we can do it, but we're going to need some stuff. Three motorcycles, a length of rope, a net, and a stun gun. <laughs> Alan is literally all he's doing at this point. He hasn't said a word. He other, you know, other, you know, he ha he's not going to say anything else. He's just staring at, at, at Max like, what? <laughs> like, oh, the fuck? And some uh, Jordan Almonds? These things are good. Uh, go ahead and roll to provoke. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> this ain't gonna be great. You still have a plus one. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm not guilty. Cool. <laughs> Told you it wasn't gonna be good. Wow, this bot is not being nice to you all today. <laughs> Boost looks at you and says, 
we want you to be traveling subtly. So I guess we can get you a couple of bicycles if you wanted that. Oh, should I stop the stream? And we see like Max like reach into his pocket and press a couple buttons. Have you been streaming this entire time? Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so probably pretty muffled because it was in my pocket. Boost kind of sighs and says, "We have operatives watching your social media twenty four seven. They're usually pretty good about blocking anything that gets out too much valuable Max, information." Max like leans over to Amber and goes, "Tojo's popular." I feel like that's like an internship position. Like, there's one intern whose job is to just monitor. Still, views are views. So Boost is like, should I put in a call for some bikes? Or what? Max looks, like, eagerly between Alan and Amber, like, bikes? Uh, Boost looks at um, Max before anyone else has a chance to respond, and is like, wait, what the hell happened to your costume? (laughs) Sometimes you have to make improvisations. Boost rolls their eyes and presses a button on their desk and says, can we get someone up here for a costume fitting, please? (laughs) Uh, Almost immediately, a superhero appears at the door. It's not a superhero that most are familiar with. She's kind of less known. Uh, Her name is the Seamstress. Her ability is to kind of manufacture anything made of cloth or textiles, uh, basically just by looking at it. Uh, She can replicate things almost identically doesn't do a lot of work but when she gets involved it tends to be like very pretty lots of like era specific stuff when time travel is involved seamstress is all over that uh she looks at max or rascal king and she says i think i could make that work um do you have a picture of the old costume oh absolutely i pulled my instagram account (laughs) uh she looks a picture he's got a thousand pictures (laughs) uh she looks at that and says I mean, that's nice, but we could make it better. And then she looks at Rascal King and is like, do you want me to make it better? It can't be made better. Just the same. She sighs rather dramatically and uh, puts her hands out and reams of fabric like kind of launch out of her hands and it starts building itself in front of her and standing on a like mannequin that came from nowhere is your costume. It's a little more polished, but it's still your costume. Boost then looks up and is like, okay, so can I get anything else for you? There are bikes waiting. Nope, we're good. Uh, great. And um, do me a favor and don't let them get away this time. Uh, yeah, as long as you do us a favor and don't bring us into a building being attacked by an alien invasion. That's Before we go too much further, I do think that Boost was trying to shift your labels, uh, Amber. Okay. I think he was shifting your uh, danger up and your savior down. He was kind of calling you like a criminal and calling you out for your actions with your dad. I don't think my danger can go up any higher. Well, then go ahead and roll to reject. That's just a flat change yeah. six. <laughs> uh, solid. On a seven to nine, you can choose one clear condition or mark potential by immediately acting to prove them wrong. Shift one label up and one label down your choice. Or cancel their influence and take plus one forward against them. Ooh, I'm going to clear my guilty condition. All right. How are you immediately acting to prove them wrong? Um, I, She's going to, she has, she literally has not broken eye contact. She's been having like stone faced with him ever since he made his first contact, his first like comment earlier. And she's going to say, 
Well, I mean, considering I was one of the people that was like doing something the entire time um, and wasn't just lying there handcuffed, uh, I'll see what I can do. I don't know that that's quite enough to be able to... I think it'd have to be an action of some sort. I mean, it could be as simple as like pushing back your anger and faking kindness and like shaking their hand. I think that would probably do enough to like... Look, I'm not volatile. Yeah, I think we'll get, like, she's been, like, very stone-faced, and we'll see, like, this very, like, awkward, forced smile on her face, just like, yeah, we'll do our best. And the font is definitely different on that, yeah, we'll do our best. It's, like, a little thinner and a little taller. It's, like, implying that the pitch went up on that. Mm. Um, It's a great visual effect. I know you will, kids. All right, go give them hell. And then uh, they gesture for you all to leave. Amber is going to keep the same, like, really forced smile until they leave the room. Rascal King, are you grabbing the costume? Yeah, yeah. I just assume, like, next scene I'll be in costume. Great. Uh, so you all leave the room. You are in the back in the lobby. Someone walked you out to the lobby of uh, the ruined and pretty exposed uh, Saber headquarters. I think we get a scene, uh, or a panel of Alan and Amber standing by the bathrooms, kind of tapping their feet. And then we get a panel of Max coming out in the new costume. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Anthony Sheets and T.P. Hugh, and edited by Anthony Sheets. Anthony can be found on Twitter at IcyNewYear or at IcyNewYear.com. T is the host of Incubator on Air, a new play podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. They can be found at Playwright on Twitter or at TPHuth94 on Instagram. Cataclysm Crew is GM'd by TPHuth. Rascal King is played by me, Anthony Sheets. Machina is played by Elliot Peterson. She can be found at Elliot Yulin on Instagram. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. The music of this issue is Mistake the Getaway by Kevin McLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on iTunes and tell a friend. Word of mouth and five-star reviews are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. And uh, thanks for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.